All right, that's good. Where'd Nathan go? Nathan was right over here. Nathan's all the way in the back. Okay, Nathan, if I need your music stand, can I steal it? I'm going to take it as a yes. All right. Uh, it's a great privilege for me to be. I can't tell you how excited I am. It's a real blessing. been doing retreats here for 30 years with various groups, homes, and, and other groups. And to be here on an actual Sunday morning chapel service, it's a, it's a blessing for me. Okay, so uh, anyway, uh, let's pray. Lord Jesus, I ask that you would reveal yourself for everything you really are. Who you are, what you have done, what you have accomplished, what you are doing, and what you will do. Reveal that to us this morning. In Jesus' name, amen. Okay, uh, my name's Jeff, and my wife, Brenda, my lovely wife, right here, Brenda B. Crab, she's with me. We'll be married eight, 38 years this summer, and she can attest to you that uh, I probably wear my Garden City uh, chapel t-shirts more than any other t-shirt. And so uh, at one point, I had a, w- one of each color. And then our youngest daughter, Hannah, who's now grown, she starts stealing them. And so uh, I don't have as many as I used to. But Garden Seeds had a huge impact on my life. And if, if I say Garden City, I really mean Garden City Chapel. Okay, you, you picking up when I'm throwing down? Okay, front row. All right, you good with that? Good. Okay. I was here when Casey was an intern. I know they call it summer staff now, okay. All right, but they used to call them interns. I was here when Casey was an intern, and he gave his testimony his first year. I thought, wow, what a God. That God can rescue anything of a life and get him to tell you a story. Now, I've never heard a testimony that's not amazing. I mean, if you've been rescued by Jesus Christ, that is amazing. And so don't think, oh, I don't have a very amazing testimony. You guys, if you know Jesus Christ, you have an amazing testimony. By the way, Campus Outreach, is that Minnesota? Oh, you guys talk really cool. Man, I'll tell you, usually last several summers, there's been a few of you working in C-Shack. Man, you all talk so cool. That's, that's great. That's great. Okay. Uh, I was here when Ricky would wander around. And Georgia would follow him. That was his dog. In fact, Ricky, Hannah asked me about, Hannah's our youngest daughter, Hannah asked me about Georgia just this week. So those times and those stories. I was here, FCA State High School retreats. And uh, just an amazing time. High schoolers from all over the state. And uh, I didn't speak or really have any official role there. I just brought young people to that. Event, But I remember coming in, and really I'm pretty much an introvert. People have a hard time believing that, but really I am. And so I'm not even with a high school. I'm not even a coach. I just brought people because I came to know Jesus Christ through the Fellowship of Christian Athletes, so it's a big deal to me. So I continue to bring young people to that. And I remember this place was packed out, man. I'm telling you, like 600 people are in here. And I remember coming down this. And the old heads sit over here, okay? Now, they're not much fun to sit with. All the action that happens out here, but since I'm an old head, i got to go sit over there. So 
I'm wondering where I'm going to sit because all these other schools have come. They've got several coaches and whatnot. I'm, okay, where am I going to sit when I get over here? And I round this corner, and there was a dude that was an intern. Okay, I know it's summer staff, okay, but it used to be called intern. A summer staff was right here named Austin. He was 18 years old from NC State. He had been an intern. Summer staff is sitting way in the back back there, man. That's, that's so you can't leave early. You try to leave early, they're going to tackle you back there. So he, he was uh, the previous summer. I come around here. I'm walking this way. You know, I hear this, B-Craft. It was Austin. And we came over here, and we gave this big hug. I'm telling you right now, I was game ready at that point. Here I'm just kind of wandering around, introvert, don't know any of the old heads over here. Where am I going to sit? And I'm just doing that. And an 18-year-old said, B-Craft. He called me by name. Let me tell you, Jesus Christ knows your name. And he's a God who calls us by name. God used an 18-year-old to turn the corner for me and get in here. Don't you ever let somebody look down on you because you're a young person or you think you can't have an influence on this world. It's not you doing anything anyway. It's Jesus in you that's doing it. Man, that was years ago. I remember that. Do you all remember Austin? He's now at Liberty. I think he works at Liberty now. But... uh, I was here for an FCA state retreat. It was a Saturday night, and it was one of the most amazing movements of God I've ever seen. Um, I got a friend who teaches at Asbury in Kentucky, and I called him up, and I said, that night, I said, that is the closest thing I've ever experienced to what you are experiencing up in Kentucky right now. People were just up here everywhere praying, praying for one another. Uh, it just went on and on and on. It, it, was just, it was just incredible. You can't orchestrate that kind of stuff. But that happened right here, right here at Garden City Chapel. Um, this was where, uh, it's one of the FCA retreats. There was a guy. I'd invited him. He said, no, nah, there's, there's this competition at school this weekend. I can't really go. And, uh, you know, that Thursday morning when I'm, I'm driving to work, he calls me up. He says, can I still go? And this is when David Welch was helping with registration. I could call David at the 11th hour. David, you grab, you know you can breathe. Don't you? And so Reed comes in. Guess who gave his life to Jesus Christ on Saturday night? See, God is at work here. And what God does here has impact out there. The church that my wife and I have been part of for the last seven or eight years, the pastor of that church came to know the Lord here at an FCA state retreat. That church is like 1,800 people now. Just a few weeks ago, they baptized over 60 people in one weekend. And that started right here. But what God starts here. He doesn't leave here. You can see the impact of that. I was here. uh, This was a group from Oklahoma. It was a boys' ranch at a children's home, and we were in these dorms down here by the marsh. And Mr. Larry, he was the head of that group from Oklahoma, and he would make Buford stew because they're from Oklahoma. You know, they really don't have an ocean in Oklahoma. You you smell me? Okay. You know, so that was a big deal. So he'd make this Buford stew. It'd take him forever. He had this giant pot and everything, cook it outside out here. 
We then went to a show that night, come back. We hadn't cleaned up because it took Mr. Larry so long to make the stew. We get back. You can't fit that stew in the sink. I mean, the new sinks you could, but you couldn't fit that stew in the sink, that, that pot. They're in an the outdoor shower at 11 p.m. Okay, grass cops, we were on the grass after 10. I know that. Okay, all right. But we're out there in the, uh, we're out there in the outdoor shower, you know, washing that, washing that pot. That happened right here at, at Garden City. Um, there were countless. I used to be with a ministry called Fairway Outreach. It's for inner city kids and, and kids from children's homes. And we would do two retreats down here a year. Okay, one in the spring, one in the fall. And as was mentioned up here earlier, for a lot of those kids, that is the first time they'd ever seen the beach or seen an ocean. And so this was a huge deal. And uh, we would come down again every year, twice a year. I was here for an FCA retreat, a state high school retreat, uh, where the speaker couldn't make it. And they pulled in Robert Shaw. And I don't really remember a lot of messages. I couldn't point back to that message. But this was one of the top ten in my life. And he talked the difference between committing your life to Jesus and surrendering your life to Jesus. And it was one of the most significant messages I ever heard. And it happened right here. And that, that truth is something that has gone with me for years. Uh, but that's another message. I can't get into that. So there's been countless retreats with children's homes uh, over the years that have happened in, in, the, in the various dorms here. The Scotty Principle. The Scotty Principle happened right out here in front of the Sea Shack. Scotty grew up in children's homes, 12 years in the system. If you've never had to experience that, that's enough to thank God for right there. I've never heard his whole story. I've never heard, you know, everything that he's walked through in his life. He now works at a group home. Uh, in fact, in the interview, he doesn't have a social service, uh, social work degree or anything. You know, well, what kind of training do you have? He says, I was 12 years in the system. Does that count? They hired him on the spot. <laughs> right out here, we were sitting around the table, about five or six of us. And Scotty says, it's an overcast day. It's about 5 p.m. We'll get to the coupons in a minute. We had ice cream. We were sitting around that table, five or six of us. Scotty says, man, being at Garden City, eating ice cream, hanging out with the peeps, it doesn't get any better than this. Here's a guy who knows all that he's been through. And to be able to have that moment where he said, man, it doesn't get any better than this. It's just like Isaiah's. 60, you can check it out, where it says the clouds cover the earth. It was an overcast day. It was a cloudy day that day. But you've seen this. You've seen this on some overcast days where you will see actual rays of sunlight going through the clouds. You know what I'm talking about? Okay. That's even in the clouds of life. The glory of God is still shining. And as a principle, I have I go back to on a regular basis in my life when life gets really cloudy. It's a principle I have passed on to other people and other groups, and it happened right out there in front of the sea shack, sitting around a table. Here's where I met a guy named Herb Moon. Again, this was at an FCA state retreat. 
This was like 25 years ago. Come in here. I had heard about her by some guys we had sent to a summer camp. And he is a very unique worship leader. And uh, Herb is up here. I learned so much from Herb. I've never had so much fun worshiping God than the weekends I've spent with Herb. Herb's up here. He's, he has no musical instrument. He doesn't use any words on a thing. He's got a sound system playing, and he's singing and dancing around, has all these hand motions and everything, all his songs he does. And there's 600 high school students just staring at him. Like, who is this guy, and where did he come from? You know, it didn't slow Herb down in the least. Herb is still up here, as joyful as could be, dancing around, singing these songs and everything, and he, it didn't slow him down in the least. And I, and I think I did sneak into the middle on that when I was still a little bit younger. I was like, I was like, I want to be like that. I don't want my worship of God, my love of God, to be determined by other people's reaction or other people's response. I just want to worship and love Jesus. I had the most fun. I tell you, by Sunday morning, that place was rocking. See, Herb didn't let the, the lack of response from people slow him down. And by it just took a while. Everyone got in rhythm. And I'm telling you, we're talking 8.30 on a Sunday morning. High school students, after an exhausting week, this place was in here rocking. I was like, man, that's amazing. I went home from that. I got I got Herb CD. Y'all know what CD is? Okay, good. And uh, I got his CD. I'm walking the dog around the neighborhood. I get back to the house. My wife says to me, what has happened to you? I can hear you singing all the way across the neighborhood. Because it was just another step in my walk of just enjoying God and celebrating him. And that happened right here. Almost every retreat I do, we now do this song called Mighty God. I have absolutely no musical talent. I have no rhythm, no nothing. And we do Mighty God. It's a very simple song. It's got hand motions and everything else. We do it at every retreat. Even students will ask me, P-Crab, we going to do Mighty God? You know, I've been doing that for 25 years. That all started right here. See, the work of God here doesn't just stay here. It goes on and it impacts many people's lives. Okay, I gotta get rolling because we gotta get to the real deal. Um, one of my favorite things is uh, the coupons that we get, uh, and these are them right here. When you come in as a children's home, you get given these things, and um, I want to read the passage of scripture. It's coming out of John chapter one. It'd be really cool to look at the whole chapter, but we're going to just take a piece. In the bulletin, it says just verse 12. We're actually going to start at verse 9. John chapter 1 says, The true light that gives light to everyone, this is talking about Jesus, was coming into the world. He was in the world, and though the world was made through him, the world did not recognize him. He came to that which was his own. Can you imagine that? You create people, and they, they don't even really know if they want you or not. But his own did not receive him. Now, here's the deal. Yet to all who did receive him, to, to all who did receive him, to those who believed in his name, he gave the right to become children of God. Okay. 
I need, is there somebody down here who can read? Okay, come on. What's your name? Come on right up here. All right, you're going to read real loud so it goes through my microphone. Just start reading that until I tell you to stop. Okay, you can stop. Okay, you got that? We can present this to the C-Shack. It's right next door. Some of you uh, Minnesota mugs might be working there. I don't know. Okay? And what's the last word? What's that last word right there? And receive. And receive. All right. Now, what's that big fat word in the middle there in big bold letters? Free. Free. Did you hear that? Free. You see it? You don't believe me? There you go. What does that say? Good. What's your name? Joey, give me some potatoes. All right. Now, what's your name? Katie. Katie. Everybody give it up for Katie up here. All right. We're not done yet, Katie. All right, Katie. I know you don't need glasses to read this. Okay. What, 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 read that line right there, Katie. One ice cream cone. One ice cream cone. Oh, come on now. Look out. That's what I'm talking about. Okay. Read that, that last part. There you go. The guest. Right here, they get to get, thank you very much, Katie. Give it up for Katie up here. All right, thank you. All right, that's what the coupon says right there in the middle. It says free. Now, here's the dealio. If something's free, anything in life, if something is free, that means somebody else paid for it. Are you picking up what I'm throwing down? If anything in life is free. Salvation is free because it costs God so much. He paid for it. Jesus paid for it with his own life. He said, nobody takes my life from me. I lay it down. Why does he lay it down? Because he wants to. That's why he does that. So, you know, the, this is why I always talk about the coupons. It's such a vivid picture. We also, if you're one of the groups, okay, I need another volunteer. Joey, thank you for volunteering. Come up here, Joey. What does that say on my bracelet? Garden City Chapel. Thank you. Give it up for Joey. Man, all right, that's right. Way to go, Joey. Garden City Chapel. You get one of these. If you're with you, you know what that says? That says that we belong here. Now, remember, the coupon was for those who were guests of Garden City Chapel. They belong here. Okay, so. I belong here. Garden Sea Chapel writes its name on me. Jesus Christ wants to write his name on your life. That he wants to do it. You know what this means? It means I get to go jump in that swim pool over there. Minnesota, I ask you, did I pay for that swim pool? I did not pay for that swimming pool. But, man, I go get in that pool just like that pool's mine. I go to the sea shack. I go to the sea shack and hang out over there. You guys are Fayetteville? Fayetteville. Did I pay for that? I did not pay for that. But because Garden City Chapel's name's written on me, that is just like it's mine. Because of Jesus Christ, you can have everything Jesus is, everything he's done, everything he's going to do, everything he's doing right now can be yours simply by receiving and believing. Not by your own effort, not by your own religiosity. It's by receiving the King of Kings. And so that, what belongs to Garden City, then becomes mine. All right. 
Garden City, why did why why did they do this? Ricky talked about it up here earlier. Because they want to. They're not coerced into it. They want to. Before a single one of us, I'm going to be back here in two weeks with Black Mountain Home for Children. Before a single one of us packs a single suitcase. Before there's a roster, before Dan, Dan's the head of the retreat. Before Dan sends out a roster. Before they have a single planning meeting. Before the dates are even picked of when Black Mountain will come down here. Garden City has us in mind. We're already on their minds. We are simply coming in and then they give this to us and we receive it. You understand what I'm saying? They had us in mind. They did this because they wanted to. Now, Dan is the guy who hands out the coupons. All right. And this is usually we get up, we have breakfast uh, around um, 830. Uh, sometimes Casey comes and joins us and and, uh, you know, we have then we clean up, you know, uh, and usually now, the new sinks that Casey's put in, baby, we call it the car wash because they got these industrial sprayers. Baby. In fact, you know, we say, hey, 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 all right, who wants to get in the car wash? And we even get the theme music from car wash and we have it playing over the sound system while we're washing dishes in the kitchen there and uh you know we do that then we get in we have some announcements we then have morning devo then we have some more announcements and then we're going to go to the beach right after the morning routine and dan will be at the door he'll hand out the coupons okay when i dan has the coupons when i go up to get my coupon i got my i go up to dan like this the open hand and when Dan places the coupon there I grab it like that you see that Fayetteville can you see that he does not give it to me and I walk around like this I don't do that when he hands it I get it in fact the word for receive is the same word for take in the Bible I want to read you something this is actually out of the Harmony of the Gospels. It's a pretty cool resource. It has all four Gospels right next to one another. And uh, because each Gospel writer will bring out a specific point. I'm going to start off in Luke and says, this is the night that he's going to be arrested. This is the last time he's with his friends before they head out to the garden. And he says, and when he had taken some bread and given thanks, he broke it. And gave it to them, saying, this is my body. Take and eat. That word take is the same word for receive. So you take it. And that's why he's given it to us. And it says, this is given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. In the same way, he took the cup after they had eaten, saying, this cup, which is poured out, you it's paid for for you is the new covenant in my blood for the forgiveness of sins you see you see that relationship between receive and take it's the same word when I when I get that 
I am looking forward to this. I take that, I take it, I put it in a special place in my backpack, and I cannot wait. Now, I'm a type 1 diabetic, so I have to be very strategic when I'm going to eat this ice cream cone. And they give it to you in a waffle cone. I go, come on. So I go in there and get mint chocolate chip ice cream, campus outreach talking to me in Minnesota, you know, and I get mint chocolate chip ice cream in a waffle cone in the hot summer here in Garden City. It doesn't get any better than this. And I'm looking forward to this. You know what? We have about, with Black Mountain Home, we probably have about 56 people. That's including staff and, um, you know, we have ones who are four years old all the way up into high school uh, and beyond. And then you got old heads like me. Four-year-olds all the way up to old heads like me. There is not a single one of us that has a single doubt that when we go into the sea shack, we are not going to get an ice cream cone. That is faith. Why? Because it is written. It has already been written. It is a done deal. This is a done deal. All I need to do is receive it and take it. And when I go in there, there is not a Even four-year-olds go in there and there's not a single doubt in their mind that this is what's going to happen. It's the same way as we relate to Jesus Christ. It's because this has been paid for. I simply need to receive. Let me read something to you again. John chapter 12. I know I got, I got to hurry up here. Uh, I just read this this week. John chapter 12, verse 50. I like you all. Man, that's a beautiful sound. You all flipping those pages. That's right. You need to check it out for yourself. John chapter 12, verse 50. This is Jesus talking. I know. I know. There's two words for no. For no. This one is based on evidence and fact. I know. There's not a shadow of doubt. I know that his command is eternal life. So whatever I say is just what the Father has told me to say and told literally is has said. So whatever the, the Father has said, I know it. Boy, you talk about freedom. You want freedom in your life? Replace what you think and feel with what God says. That's freedom. And so, this is just an awesome thing. You know, not a single time, not a single time over 30 years has anyone ever said to me, well, Jeff, did you, did, did you good, do a good job at Devo last night? Jeff, did you get up and pray this morning? Jeff, have you been loving to everybody in the dorm? Jeff, have you been patient and kind to everybody, you know, keeping you up at night when you're trying to sleep? Were you patient and kind to them? No one's ever asked me that question. Why? Because it's already been paid for. It's not based on my performance. Okay, we got a motor here. One time, they didn't know I was out in front of the dorm, and I'm an old head, and I was a black mountain, so they just assumed I'm... 
I'm one of the staff at Black Mountain. And one of the interns, summer staff, one of the summer staff came out there, and he's got a wide 112, 56 of each kind, one for a drink and one for an ice cream cone. He's got 112 coupons in his hand. He says to me, can I give you the coupons? I was like, is a 40-pound chicken a big chicken? And I got the coupons, man. I got 112 coupons. This is my favorite part of the retreat. I got 112 of them. And I had all my swimming drawers because we're going swimming right after all the morning routine. And I had pockets in my swimming drawers. I stick this big wad of coupons in my pocket. And we go through the morning routine, Devo, car wash, and everything. And we do all that. And then someone says to Dan, we're getting ready to go to the beach. Dan, you got the coupons? He said, no, I I haven't seen the coupons. This is the moment I've been waiting for all morning long. And I pull out of my pocket this big wad of coupons, and I said, I got the coupons. All morning long, I was looking forward to being able to give out coupons to affect somebody's life. If me... If me, I mean, I am grumpy. I ha- I can get into bad moods. Casey says I have little ears. Man, if I, if I have a heart that I want to give into that person's life, how much more God the Father, Jesus saying, nobody takes my life from me. I lay it down. You know why? Because he wants to. He wants you. If you go out of here with nothing else, you go out of here knowing this, God wants you and so this is it now here one last thing one last point i don't know even as long as i've walked with jesus and all the retreats and everything else i've grown a lot but i spent much of my christian life thinking it was based on my performance i asked jesus into my life but and, and the book of Galatians is about this. There's other books in the Bible that deal with it as well. But somehow we think we're supposed to give. We receive Jesus by faith. But then we're going to walk with God by our own works. But I live much of my life that way. You know, you study in school, you get a certain grade. You do well, God really loves you. He appreciates you. He, you know, thinks highly of you. Do too well, well, then God's very disappointed with you and and I don't know, maybe you can't, you know. I remember this was just several years ago. And I was just feeling unworthy of God's love. You ever feel unworthy of God's love? I was just feeling unworthy of God's love. Like I'd let God down. I disappointed God. And I remember in a Sunday morning service. This wasn't a vision. I'm not saying people don't have visions. It was just a very strong impression upon my heart. It was a picture of Jesus standing there holding out a red coupon. The reds are my favorite. Do I need to explain why the red's my favorite? And he says, I paid for that. And I sat there and broke down and cried in my seat. I paid for that. We waste the grace of God that's been paid out for us. 
we, re, we go back to religiosity and thinking somehow we're going to impress God. I can just encourage you, before you were born, before your parents were born, before your grandparents were born, before you ever even heard of Garden City, God had you in mind. Before the world was even created, it was already set that Jesus would pour out his life to pay the price so our life, we could have new life for free. Let's not waste that. So I just want to encourage you. Salvation is free and everything that goes with that because we call us God so much. Let's pray right now.